0: Let's head over to the KRDO news line now. We're joined by national correspondent Aaron Rial. A couple of uh, interesting topics to go over this morning. Aaron, let's start with this. It could be a uh, new trend. We know there's been some discussions of four day work weeks, but now we're seeing more people even starting to like to work more on the weekends.
1: Yes. So this is a new trend for sure. And it, it has to do with kind of the breakdown of the long held workplace, workplace norms that. We really just shattered during the pandemic, and now we're re-emerging and seeing what works for whom. But the average hours worked on a Saturday and Sunday last year, they increased 5% to 6.6. This is according to ActiveTrack. They analyze um, productivity software like Slack and, and Microsoft Office suites. But just about 5% of all workers worked on the weekend, but certain industries, and this probably won't surprise you, but media, technology, they saw a 25% spike in the hours worked in 2022 compared to a year earlier, and they think the reason is twofold. One, job cuts. They've really put a lot more work on fewer staffers. And two, the need to escape this constant interruption from things like Zoom calls, Slack chats, they're just part of today's increasingly hybrid workplace, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're more productive. So to be able to jam for a couple hours on the weekend, you get a lot done and and don't have the onus of needing to respond to people so quickly.
2: And and I'm thinking of uh, parents with kids. I mean, essentially er, every hour you're spending at work or working on the weekend uh, when they generally are off of school is our hours you're not spending with your family.
1: Very true, and and I think the verdict is still out on whether or not this is a good or bad thing. Because while you know remote work, it's really freed up desk workers in a lot of respects. It's also tethered them to this collaboration, communication tools, and it's tethered them to their home office. But I think that something interesting to look at is that people are becoming more comfortable with flexible work. So it's kind of acceptable to log off at 3 p.m. on a Friday and deal with maybe a little more work on the weekend. And and if that doesn't work for you, if you are with your children all weekend, you don't log off at 3 p.m. I think it's the, the flexibility and seeing what works for people and why. They also notice that not all sectors are working on the weekend. So ones that aren't Energy, hospitality, healthcare they actually saw a decline in weekend working. And one theory is that there's this divergence and, and, and industries that have a greater share of creative types, they see more value in working on the weekend over others. So it's still sussing itself out. But I think the flexibility is something that people are a proponent of and that they'd like to see more of. But does that mean you're giving away too much time? That's, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a delicate balancing act. Also, something else uh, kind of completely different, page, but I know this is another story you're following and kind of fascinating as well, the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show coming back after a four-year hiatus. And uh, really, are they expecting just to pick up where they left off, especially knowing everything that's changed in the past four years?
1: I don't think they can. But uh, CFO Tim Johnson, he said that um, they're going to bring back the runway show. He said it's on an earnings call. On Friday, And and that doesn't mean that it can't be good, it just means that the zeitgeist has changed so profoundly that they're going to need to adjust what they're doing. And and as we know, the event, it had some of the most beautiful models in the world. Um, Supermodels Adriana Lima, Gisele Bundchen, Heidi Klum over the years. It was launched in 1995, and it did quite well. But in 2018, it's last year, they said they were going to rethink it after it had very low television ratings, and, and there was controversy surrounding the brand, there was declining sales. And most notably, the company's then CEO, Les Wexner, he had very close ties to Jeffrey Epstein, who was charged with sex trafficking of minors and conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking. He then died in prison, whether or not he was murdered or committed suicide. That's a different debate for a different time, but very, very dicey. And it's not a good look when your CEO is palling around with an associate like this.
2: Right. And the affiliates, I mean, it's a love-hate relationship who have to air this because I, I worked at one of those stations that aired it a smaller station, so we were answering the phones that night, and it was nonstop callers of oh, people just outraged that we were showing what they termed uh, pornography on our air. So, yeah, very controversial. Well, then they haven't
1: seen much pornography. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Perhaps, perhaps you may be correct on that. (laughs) Andrea, thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.